I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, April 3rd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, 5.5 million is how many viewers tuned in to watch the NCAA Women's Basketball Semifinal on ESPN featuring Iowa and South Carolina. That is a new record for women's semifinal. It's actually the most on record for ESPN of any women's sporting event. It's 43% higher than what we saw in 2022. But what's even more impressive about this number is it's more than any single NBA game this season. So more people tuned into the NCAA March Madness semifinals for the women than they did for any male NBA game this season. So that's really great to see. And while women's sport still represents only 5% of all sports media coverage, according to a 2021 study from the University of Southern California, its popularity is definitely growing, and that's really great to see. So other the basketball peak pals for our first story, Roger Shaw is over. For our second story, the snowmobile is crushing it. And for our last story, there's a subsidy war brewing. For our first story, well, it took 746 days, a tribunal, four deadline extensions, and a whole whack of explainers, but the end is finally here for the telecom saga you've kind of sort of been paying attention to. So Peak Pals, here is where we landed with Rogers and the Shaw merger. So the federal government actually did approve Rogers' $26 billion takeover of Shaw and slapped down 21 conditions to ensure the deal benefits Canadians. Now, to catch you up, Rogers and Shaw struck a deal to become one in March 2021 needed approval from the Canadian Radio, Television, and Telecommunications Commission, which gave it actually pretty easily. The Competition Bureau, which fought tooth and nail, and the federal government, which demanded that Shaw offload Freedom Mobile to a competitor. Now, as part of the Fed's approval, Shaw will sell Freedom to Quebec-based carrier Videotron. Videotron also has stipulations to meet, with mandates to offer nationwide plans akin to the ones that it has in Quebec and to make 5G available to Freedom users within two years. And this is why it all matters. Canadians have some of the world's highest wireless bills driven by three companies controlling 90% of the market. If the Fed stipulation on this deal doesn't work, consumers may be on the hook for even higher prices. For our second story, it seems like everywhere you look, companies are feeling the economic pinch. So then how is Canadian Ski-Doo and Sea-Doo makers still managing to rake in billions? That's right. So Bardier Recreational Products, BRP, reported over $3 billion in revenue last quarter, breaking its record set in the previous quarter of $2.7 billion. One analyst told the Financial Post that BRP saw, quote unquote, probably the best growth rate in the consumer sector in Canada in 2022. Now, with the unemployment rate still low and credit widely available, the company says it doesn't expect demand for its fund machines to let up. And here's how they did it all. North Americans can't get enough of their all-season vehicles, which will include whipping around on the new Sea-Doo pontoon this summer. Europeans, however, are tougher to crack. BRP just launched a campaign to change negative perceptions around Sea-Doo's. BRP also developed a unique plan to overcome the supply chain snarls that its industry is still battling. By shipping products to dealers, even if they were missing parts, BRP could keep up with demand and outsource parts installation once available to about 3,000 of their dealers. Supply chain issues continue to set back revenue goals for the world's largest actual vehicle makers. Some dealerships across the country are still sitting empty for cars. But the bottom line is this. Someone somewhere once said, money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you a jet ski. As Canadians shift their money towards experiences over things, it's a good time to be a company that makes the things that provide experiences. 
For our third story, is it possible to have too much of a good thing? Ask us after a trip to an all-you-can-eat sushi restaurant, and we'll say probably yes. Get top federal officials talking about clean energy funding, though, and these days they also might just agree. Here's what's happening. Minister of Natural Resources Jonathan Wilkinson warned of a brewing subsidy war between the U.S. and its allies in the clean energy space. See, the U.S. Inflation Reduction Act, the IRA's very significant subsidies, had created an unlevel playing field for the Europeans and for Canada. At least that's what Wilkinson told the Financial Times. Now, to catch you up, last week's federal budget included $18 billion of tax breaks and incentives for clean energy projects, a large investment aimed at helping Canada compete with U.S. efforts in this sector. But the U.S. set aside $400 billion of incentives for clean energy through the IRA. And while we were never strong at math, even we know that's a heck of a lot more cash than Canada can throw at the space. And it matters a lot because Canadian officials are concerned that clean tech companies will ditch Canada for the enormous subsidies on offer in the U.S., taking jobs and investment with them. While made in Canada goods are eligible for some of the benefits offered in the IRA, many incentives are more generous for U.S.-based projects and businesses. Former Member of Parliament and NAFTA Advisory Council member Rona Ambrose told CTV, If you look at a carbon capture storage project here in Canada, we have tax incentives that cover around 35% of capital costs. The same project south of the border will have costs covered up to 65%. And to zoom out, For years, Canadian and European governments complained that America was doing too little to decarbonize and promote clean energy. Now the tables have turned, and they're playing catch-up to U.S. policy that's racing ahead. Pig Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks so much, Peak Pals, and have a good rest of the week. Shockwave.